Welcome to the Board of Pharmacy Specialties Podcast Channel. I'm Bill Ellis, and I have the privilege to serve as the BPS Executive Director. Those pharmacists who hold BPS Board Certification are truly a distinct group of pharmacy professionals who are on the very leading edge of patient care. Our mission within BPS is to improve patient care by promoting the recognition and value of specialized training, knowledge, and skills in pharmacy, and the specialty board certification of pharmacists. Through this podcast series, we will feature conversations with a wide range of board-certified pharmacists and other subject matter experts. We will interview these leaders about how they landed in their current position, their education and training, trials and tribulations, and their thought process and mindset that helped make them successful. We will look for our guests to provide solid advice on how to overcome challenges, both small and large, and help our listeners stand out in today's highly competitive healthcare marketplace. This will be a great podcast to check out if you want some insight from pharmacists who are at the forefront of patient care. In addition to our conversations with thought leaders, we will also talk with other BPS staff, our specialty council and board members, to provide useful information on the BPS board certification eligibility and application process, exam administration, as well as certification and maintenance of certification processes. As BPS launches this podcast series, Our goals are to educate, inform, inspire, motivate, and hopefully entertain a little along the way. I'm pleased that our co-host for this series is Ernest Wright. Ernest serves as the BPS Registration Manager, and he's with us today. Welcome, Ernest. Thank you, Bill. I'm looking forward to talking with the many interesting guests that we have lined up and providing our listening audience with some good information, advice, and insight about board certification. While you're here today, I think we should just jump right in. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get started. There's a few frequently asked questions we receive at BPS. In the time we have left, maybe we can answer a few of these questions. Sure. How often are BPS exams held? BPS has both a spring and a fall examination window. The spring window is from mid-April through early May each year, and the fall window is from mid-September through early October. However, candidates should note that those are the dates when the exams are administered and that the registration period for the spring exam usually opens in January and closes by mid-March, and the fall window registration opens in mid-May through August 1st each year. And where are the BPS exams held? BPS uses CASEL Worldwide to administer our computer-based exams. CASEL has approximately 1,000 test center locations worldwide. You may recall we conducted a study a few years ago and found that over 90% of the BPS candidates were within an hour and a half of a Castle test site, with many of those sites actually being less than an hour away. How are the exams administered? BPS exams are delivered via the internet on a computer at the test centers. All initial BPS certification exams are now 175 questions in length. And initial certification candidates will take part one, which is 100 multiple choice items in a two and a half hour testing period. Then candidates have the option for a 45 minute break. And then part two of the examination is 75 multiple choice items. And candidates have one hour and 53 minutes to complete part two. And is the process any different for recertification candidates? Well, for recertification candidates who are going to recertify by exam, they'll be allowed 
two and a half hours to complete a 100 item multiple choice recertification exam. Of course, all recertification candidates have the option of completing continuing education as a way to recertify, uh, except for nutrition support where you have to recertify by exam. Can a candidate sit for more than one BPS exam? A pharmacist can only sit for one specialty examination in each testing cycle. Additionally, it would be difficult for a pharmacist to hold more than a few certifications because of the requirement to have practiced for at least three to four years in that specialty. We do have a few pharmacists that hold more than one certification. How are the exams scored and are they scored on a curve? Exams are not scored on a curve. Scoring for all candidates takes place after the test administration window closes and the scores are computed based on the correct responses recorded by the candidates. It is to the candidate's advantage to answer every question on the examination and there's no penalty in the scoring formula for guessing. The individual score report will indicate whether the candidate passed or failed the exam. And scores will range from a minimum of 200 to a maximum of 800 with the minimum passing score on BPS examination set at 500. Pass-fail decisions are based on the total score indicated on the score report, not on a candidate's performance in each of the individual domains. BPS creates new versions or forms of all of the tests on a regular basis. In assembling these new forms, BPS and its testing consultants follow best practices and certification testing so that all forms are comparable in content and in difficulty. Once the examination forms have been equated, a procedure called scaling is used to convert the actual number of correct answers or the raw scores to a uniform scale. These converted scores are called scaled scores. Equated scale scores ensure that all candidates for a BPS specialty certification demonstrate at least the same level of knowledge in order to pass the exam. Okay, what are the pass rates? Ernest, this is a really good question and one that I'm frequently asked. Because we do not score on a curve or have a minimum number of people passing or failing, the only thing a pass rate tells you is how qualified that particular pool of candidates were during that test window. So for example, if no one was qualified, the pass rate would be zero. If everyone was qualified, the pass rate would be 100%. In either case, that does not mean an exam was easy or hard. It just reflects the ability of the candidate pool. This is done to be fair to candidates, so that if you tested with a very qualified pool, you would not be left behind if you did not score as high. Also, most importantly, this process protects the public, because if a pool of candidates were not qualified, then they are not going to earn BPS board certification, which might be the case if you were scoring on a curve. BPS does publish the pass rates after each exam, and they can be found in the newsroom section on our, our website at bpsweb.org. Bill, you mentioned the BPS website. We should let our listeners know that this information and much more can be found on the BPS website. Again, that web address is www.bpsweb.org. I know this is a topic that no one wants to think about, but what happens if someone fails the exam? Well, if a candidate fails an exam, they are eligible to retake the exam at a reduced rate of $300 within one year of their original test date at the next exam cycle. They, they, uh, they won't have their scores during the exam um, 
window in which they test, but they are eligible to retake it at the very next cycle. So if someone uh, fails in the fall, they're eligible to retake in the spring. If they fail in spring, they're eligible to retake in the fall. We're close to running out of time, but I think it'd be good to conclude with one final very important question. What are the benefits of board certification? For pharmacists to earn BPS certification, their career opportunities will vary by employer. In the U.S. Department of Defense and in the U.S. Public Health Service, board-certified specialists may receive bonus pay. Within the VA system, specialists may serve at a higher pay step. An increasing number of employers, such as Kaiser Permanente's Colorado region, recognize BPS-certified pharmacists in their career ladder programs. Additionally, board certification can provide a personal reward for pharmacists by preparing for the exam. So there's an opportunity to increase your specialized knowledge in your practice area. And board certification is also a way that pharmacists can objectively demonstrate that they have the knowledge and the experience for complex medication management. Being board certified is also a means of informing other professionals of your educational and practice accomplishments. Thank you, Bill. I think that's all we have time for today, and I think we're off to a good start. I look forward to bringing our podcast listeners news, information, advice, and perspectives in weeks ahead. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the BPS podcast series on the BPS podcast channel. Be sure to follow BPS on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. This podcast is brought to you by the Board of Pharmacy Specialties, hosted by William Ellis and Ernest Wright, produced and edited by Stephen Scarlatta. Be sure to look for BPS on the web at www.bpsweb.org.